So Bill Gates was on the Master Scale podcast talking about the early days of Microsoft that it was really interesting. Here over and over again, people getting starting a company or in, in a specific field. I'm like, oh my God, it's too late. Like we missed the boat. It was no different from Microsoft. And so this is Bill reflecting on the very, very early days of Microsoft, even before Microsoft actually. He says, we were thinking, him and uh, his co-founder Paul Allen, oh my God, the revolution could happen without us. And so that's when Paul pleads that it should drop out of college and we should get out there and become the software suppliers to this first personal kit computer. Uh, so that's where Microsoft get, got started. We were watching the, the chip revolution and it finally delivered a microprocessor that was beyond a mini computer. And so he says, when you get there uh, three months earlier and you get more, when you, when you get there earlier, well, I guess three months earlier, and you get more people and you get better customers, the mythology is like this. Oh my God, nobody ever thought of that. Nobody ever did anything like that. Well, it's bullshit. Actually, probably some guy did, did it years before you did, but he just didn't get all the pieces right. Uh, he continues, Paul Allen was totally critical to there being a Microsoft at all. Paul read about hardware. I didn't like hardware. He drew me into that. What was going on with chips? He got me to read about it. Even when I, got, when I go to Harvard, he takes a job back in Boston. He'd, uh, he'd back, he'd back, he would be back there telling me all the time, we got to get going. So it says, uh, Paul wanted uh, to actually build a personal computer. I said, oh, this is a huge decision, right? He said, I know. I said, no, 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 we're just going to do software. Uh, this was the insight that allowed Microsoft to scale. If our basic was on every machine, a library of basic programs, various applications, games to business applications would be, vert, would be written in our basic, which had unique and proprietary aspects to it. Then anybody doing a new computer would want Microsoft basic. When IBM first came to us, they viewed us as an experiment. So we jumped on that opportunity. We saw it as a chance to get from 8-bit computers, which they were working on at the time, to 16-bit computers, which IBM was producing. We put so much energy into this thing. They introduced the P they, uh, then they introduced the PC. It, it becomes kind of the model. Um, it says, and they were really good at quality, uh, particularly IBM Japan was so picky about quality. So they'd be visiting the offices in, in, in uh, Microsoft offices. And it says, at first we were like, who are these guys? They're crazy. But when we realized actually they're not that crazy, they're just disciplined. And oh my God, we're going to have to learn how to do that. So having IBM Japan as a customer is incredibly helpful for us. Really, you're just talking about having something, some external entity or person that is, that is holding you to extremely high standards is what I got from that. Um, if, you, if you can pick these toughest customers and meet their needs, then you can sit back and wait. You're going to be fine. Uh, this is Bill talking about why he needed a partner like Steve Ballmer. He says, because I'm innovative engineering oriented, I needed a partner who thought about communication structure, organizational structures, who would go out and have lunch with 50 people. Just because of time allocation and lack of skill or whatever, I'm going to be a little bit more daft about stuff, uh, about that stuff than I expected my partner to be. Um, he talks about the virtuous cycle that led to a lot of growth at Microsoft. The cheaper the PC was, the more volume there was for PCs. The more software for our the more software for our platform there was, the more people would want to buy those PCs. And round and round it goes. Uh, he says we we decided you had to, that you had to do first party applications and not just operating systems. So that business model really gets its full proof in the late 90s as Windows 95 ships and we do Office software around it. I think Bill says that Office is the Microsoft's greatest asset to this day. Um, he was talking about one of his competitors and he said Bill is wrong, but he works so hard he will probably succeed even though he's wrong in this case. And Bill says, I view that as quite a compliment, that my hardcoreness could bend even the outcome 
of what the right approach was. And then he's reflecting at the uh, the biggest mistakes of Microsoft. This I've just been studying uh, the the ideas and, and um, behind Warren Buffett. And he talks about this all the time that his biggest mistakes were acts of omission, not uh, acts of commission. And Bill is saying the same thing here. He says the fact that Google goes so far ahead in search, we didn't do the right things to catch up. The fact that we didn't get the phone or tablet stuff right. Economically, the phone one is the most egregious thing in the in the whole history of the company. The tablet one actually bothers me the most. For a lot of reasons, in terms of mistake, for a lot of reasons, these are this is a mistake I shouldn't have made. 